0: You know, um, um, to, we're we're in this series, and we're going to continue today. We we want to energize your spiritual growth, much like a a battery to a car powers and energizes that car. We we want to power up your life and your home. We we want to see you guys move to a whole nother level when it comes to your relationship and your experience with God. In fact, our word for the year is the word move. And our key verse this year is from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. God says, I'm about to do something new. Come on, how many of you need something new to take place in your life? Amen. Or maybe you're satisfied. Maybe you got enough manna. Maybe you're stored up and you're good. No, God wants to do something new. He says, see, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. God is on the move and he wants to move in your life. And as we've been talking about this summer, he wants to move in the lives of everyone in your home. Amen. You know, there's a lot of incredible things that we offer here on campus in order to energize and help you guys move to the next level spiritually in fact just a little programming over the next few weeks you're going to be noticing some things out in the atrium uh, that talked about our groups ministries here at 1910 we we believe that 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 people learn best in circles not in rows and so we give people opportunities to to sign up for groups that are going to just elevate and, and, and take you from where you're at to that next level. Preaching is a catalyst for life change, but it's groups that will sustain that, amen? And so you're gonna have an opportunity to sign up for a group in homes. We got groups that will meet here on campus. There will be groups for women and men. There are student groups. They meet in groups on Wednesday nights. I mean, there's, just, there's no excuse for you not to grow. The only excuse, well, check this out. This is just from the Lord. The only excuse is you. He just wanted you to hear that. We're going to give you opportunities. And listen, that brings us great joy to offer opportunities for you to move to the next level. It it is incredible for us as a a staff to sit around and think about ways that we can, can, can see you move towards Jesus in all things, whether it be through serving opportunities, teaching opportunities, whatever. We love to see people grow and move. You know, one of the things that I love uh, about 1910 is, is when we do what we call family dedications around here. We do those a couple of times, I believe, throughout the year, and it's an opportunity for Pastor Josh Zello. By the way, didn't he knock it out of the park a few weeks ago with his sermon here? Amen. Pastor, he had Clubhouse this week, by the way. Camp Clubhouse was awesome. Little three, four, and five-year-olds here on campus. It was It was a riot. And, and I'm telling you, I can't wait for them to be in here with us next week because some of y'all need to see them little, they, they bounce and they lift their hands and they worship and, and they just let their, something happens as we grow older. We, we're just less fun, aren't we? Kids are awesome. And uh, so our clubhouse team did a great job loving on about 60 kids, I believe, this week. Uh, it was a good time. But um, one of the things we love as a church is to come alongside families, to help them in their spiritual growth. Now, parents, please hear my heart. The, the, the church, we are a supplement to what you should be doing in your homes. You know that, right? That's why we've carved out some time this summer to, to preach on things that we believe, if you'll take these and and, and, and make them a part of, of your family life, your family life will grow, and things will begin to shift, and, and, and incredible things for the Lord will be taking place in, in your home. But, but we're not to do it all for you. We, we see ourselves as a supplement. The reality is we may get you guys for one hour a week here uh, in, in the house and on campus, right? But you have 167 hours when you leave here. What are you gonna do with that? How will you maximize that time in order to, to, to grow in the Lord and, 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 and to challenge those within your family to pursue him at a deeper level? deeper level. Amen. You've got the opportunity to do that, but we want to come alongside. That's why our next gen team put together a a, a, a summer family Devo plan in a book. And many of you have, have have picked those up and you can still get on, on our website and, and download that and have opportunities each day to have conversations about the Lord. There's some activities, there's some things you can do, like mow the pastor's yard, just service projects that Really make a difference if you want to go to heaven. You know, things like, they're just kidding. We're not saved by good works. But because we are saved, we do good works, do we not? Amen. Come on, somebody, drop the mic. But anyway, uh, we love to come alongside of you. But, but make no mistake about it, a God-fearing home is the best environment for your kids to understand the love of Jesus in. And they feel like moms and dads are modeling and, 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 and when Jesus is spoken of often and, and, and when there's a place of, for conversations to happen and, and things are just focused on, on, Lord. listen, we believe that in your home is the best opportunity for your kids to fall in love with Jesus. And parents, is that not one of the greatest desires that we have as moms and dads? Do we not wanna see our kids understand who Jesus is and say yes to him and fall in love with him. That, that, that's why it's so important for us and every parent would say, we, we've got to get God's word in their hearts, do we not? We, 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 we've got to get it inside of them. Train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old, he will not depart from it, right? Right? We, we, how can a young man keep his way pure, David would, right? By living according to your word. And as parents, one of the greatest privileges and opportunities we have is to get this in here. In here. If it's in here, then it, it affects the decisions they make in here. And the things that come out of here. Are you with me today, right? Getting the word of God in the hearts of our kids. But in order to do that, in order for your homes to elevate and go the next level, listen. We're going to have to be intentional with something. We've got to be intentional about creating environments for the Lord. Amen. Now, 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 just hang in there with me. I don't, I don't know about you, but, but uh, you know, we, we, we all love to create special occasions, do we not? And environments and celebrations I, I, I mentioned earlier and. Uh, that, that uh, my youngest daughter, uh, Annie Grace Brown, is studying event planning and hospitality. She loves to just plan um, events. She loves to plan scenarios and experiences for people. She's got a couple of her, her college roommates are here this weekend, and, and, and Annie started planning in March for these 48 hours that these ladies are gonna be here. They've done Mary's Tacos. They've done the Dinger. They've done Bum Doodlers. Come on, somebody, Right? They did try to go to the snow cone shack, but it was closed at eight o'clock last night. What's up with that? They've traveled around to old houses they've seen that we've lived in. They've seen schools that she's gone to. They've met some people, and they've even shot some weird TikTok-type videos on Main Street. I don't know. I don't get those kids, but that's what they do, right? Annie's loved creating this environment for her friends. And don't you like to create environments and spaces? You do. Some of y'all will be creating and planning birthday celebrations this year. There are anniversaries that, that hopefully you remember. And uh, as we get older, we forget about it. So I would recommend Ginkoba and Echinacea. Um, but we, we forget, but we love, we go all out to create special celebrations when somebody turns another year older or we celebrate a birthday. Uh, I saw my friend Dave Bells over here. And I remember just a few years ago, I was at Dave Bells Retirement Uh, Celebration from the United States Air Force. Where are you at? Come on, somebody. And and there was a lot that went into that special speeches and and the celebration after. We love to create environments for special occasions, we love to create spaces for people to come into and enjoy and, and just have a good time. Holidays. I mean, the 4th of July and Christmases and Easter's and Thanksgiving, I mean, you go all out. You want your family and friends that gather there to, to enjoy an incredible experience, but you will do whatever it takes to create a special environment for your guests or for your loved ones. Well, let me ask you a question today about your home. What type of environment have you created in your home for spiritual growth. Have you ever thought about that? Listen, I think we've got to be intentional just as we are when it comes to holidays or birthdays or anniversaries or when friends come in from out of town. I saw somebody post this week, I got some friends coming in from out of state and what should we do in Bernie? You know, just as we would go to great lengths and be intentional about creating those environments. Listen, when it comes to spiritual growth in your home, you've also got to be intentional about that. It won't just happen because there are so many competing outside negative forces that will do whatever they can to keep you guys from allowing the presence of God in your home. Are you with me today? So that's the question I have for you. What is the environment for spiritual growth that you have established in your home? What is the atmosphere like if I were to walk into your home? Is it peaceful? I love when I pray over new businesses or new homes. I always pray this prayer. God, I pray that everyone that walks through these doors would experience your presence. Could that be said of your home? Is that the climate? Is that the environment that you have established there? You know, it was a big big deal to, to the Jewish people. And in fact, if you know anything about the Jewish culture, every young Hebrew grew up learning the Shema, the love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. They knew all that. And they would strap those things to their wrist. They would wear those phylacteries. They still do. Practicing Jews in Israel wear phylactery with Shema in, in, in a little box on their forehead. They will do that. It's um, in a mezuzah on the doorpost. When they walk in, they, they, they just would instruct and teach. They did not want to forget God. Have you forgotten God in your home? Or have you somehow continued to create an environment in which God is present, in which God is known, in which God is spoken of often in your home. I love this passage in Deuteronomy chapter six, verses six through seven. It says, write these commandments that I've given you today on your hearts. Remember how I started today getting the word of God on your hearts? Write these commandments on your heart. Get them inside of you and then get them inside of your children. Talk about them. Moses says when wherever you are, whether you're sitting at home or walking in the street, talk about them from the time you get up in the morning to when you fall into bed at night. There it is. Tie them on your hands and your foreheads as a reminder. Inscribe them on the doorpost of your homes and on your city gates. And. You need to understand that to, 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 to the Jewish people mean, keep, keeping the word of God on the forefront of everything they thought, they talked about, they saw it was such a big deal. You see, to them, speaking about God and remembering God and how faithful he's been was not was not information related. It was life related. I mean, everything apart their daily life, they always look for ways to incorporate God into every situation. Moses says, when you get up, God ought to be on your mind. When you go to bed at night, God ought to be on your mind. Hey, in your home, God ought to be on your mind. And you're going out into the, the streets, God ought to be on your mind. When you walk through the front doors, God ought to be on your mind. Hey, it, the, the, the city, get. can you imagine? Welcome to Bernie, Texas. This is God's place. Can you imagine that? Come on, somebody. But that's what was the norm for them. It wasn't about coming to synagogue and hearing it taught there, although that was important and they practiced that. But more importantly, every Jewish family understood that I have an incredible responsibility for the other 167 hours with my family. And they created environments in which God was there. See, I think we need to steal a page from them today, amen? Can we create environments in which we experience the presence of God? Oof. are y'all liking this? Is this okay? Y'all are really, really quiet. I'm nervous right now. It's dark and I don't know if you're with me. Are you with me? Clap twice. Okay, good. Thank you. I feel like a football coach right now. Isn't that what y'all do? Something like that. Um, but creating an environment to experience the presence of God. You know, we do that here every week at 1910. I mean, we pray and anoint every orange cone out there in the NASCAR parking lot, Ready, right? Dude, just, just kidding. We don't anoint them, but we do anoint and pray over every chair in this room. People will fill this, this place and begin to pray. And as people are brewing coffee and, 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 and as they're getting ready in kids ministry and, and our, our welcome teams I mean, we we take a break and we gather in this atrium and we pray every morning for a move of God. I meet with a group of guys every morning in my office and and I pray because I know that, in in fact, I sent this to our team this morning in Matthew. It says that, you know, humanly speaking, all of this is not possible, but with God, all things are possible. That might just be a word for somebody here today because let's just take a little time out. You you might be facing something in which you have exhausted all of your plans and best counsel you've received from somebody and it's futile and nothing seems to be working. Do not give up because I just believe that with God, as it says, all things are possible. Jesus has just finished talking about how can a rich man enter heaven going through the eye of a needle. I mean, it's all that stuff. You know what I'm talking about there? It's awesome. But this room is prayed over and prepared for, for you. Why? Because we know that if we don't pray and create a space for a move of the Spirit, if we don't prepare our hearts, we know that we're not good enough, even in our best strengths, abilities, education, we're not good enough. So that's why we pray and we prepare this environment. We ask for the Holy Spirit of God to fill it and come and to do what he wants to do. You need to know what I prayed over you today, that you would let the Spirit of God have his way in your life. I prayed that over you. I hope you're okay with that. I prayed for some of you that, that, that you needed to be broken. I prayed for some of us that we need a humble and contrite heart. I prayed for a move of God today. Are you creating those types of environments in the place in which you live? Well, how can you do that? Let me give you just some practical things that I think are very helpful in that. Uh, one of the things that we've kind of done at our home is, and it was necessary. I mean, I just, oh, oh, you know, over the last year and a half or so, became so dejected. There was nothing positive, it se- seemed like, coming from, from, from the TV. I mean, even ESPN, you know it's a bad time in our culture, when you can't watch a sporting event without getting blasted with some political agenda or personal preference. And I'm like, can we not just play the game? Can we not just be kids and play? Can we not just show honor where you're supposed to honor and do what you're supposed to? I don't know. I, I know. Send me the hate mail. I'm okay. I'm a big boy. You're wrong. I'm right. But we'll get to that, okay? Um, but news was negative. We heard constantly about the COVID. And all the daily reports each day and the local news. I'm just like, what is going on? We turned off and here's what I did. I turned that noise off, but I elevated it with praise and worship music in my house. Best in, the best purchase that, 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 that we've made was, was putting a Sonos system in, in every environment in my house. I can hear praise and worship music at any given moment. I even turn it on the back porch when I'm barbecuing. And every once in a while, I just feel the spirit. And I just start singing for all of my neighbors to enjoy this masterpiece. But we were intentional about turning off this and elevating this. What about your prayer life? Do you guys pray at home? Absolutely. Every time we eat. Come on. What about those in between moments? Um, are you praying? Um, are you having those moments where, where, where you're praying over the needs in your family? Have you been transparent about something you're going through with your spouse or with your children? Are you praying over what's happening in our nation? Are there some things to celebrate? Are there some things that, as a, as, as a Jewish mom and do, remind the kids, hey, let me just remind you of the faithfulness of God. We didn't know where the toilet paper was going to come from, but hallelujah, he provided. Do you remind them of that? do you pray? Do you thank God? Do you ask him to intervene? God, we need you right now. We're going through this. Prayer is one of those things that can be an environment setter, an atmosphere changing thing for you and your family. What about family devos? And I'm not necessarily talking about you got to pull out the, the big family Bible with that manufactured picture of Jesus on the front of it, you know, and, and have a But, but just in your conversations, do your conversations, we, we talked about words last Sunday here. Do y'all remember that? Anybody? Okay. Thank you. Uh, we remember, we talked about, but in our words, do our words not only encourage, but do they point our kids? Do they point our spouse towards Jesus? Do we talk about him? Those family Devo times, do we share, hey, can I just share with you guys something that the Lord showed me today and, and just say, hey, just can I just encourage you? with? I mean, do we share those thoughts with one another? I talked about technology. Hey, can we turn off some technology occasionally, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, it's just, wow. And can we make, I just, hey, what would happen? Mm. Here we go, squirrel moment, you ready? But what would happen if, If we spent, let's just spend as much time. If we spent a third of the amount of time in the presence of the Lord daily as we did on a cellular device. Some of y'all waste a battery a day on this. Somebody's texting me right now. Thank you for that. You're just distracting. Y'all know I struggle with that. Don't add to my weakness. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, we got messages now, but 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 what what would happen if we just devoted that amount of time to the Father and the Lord? Get in the Word, read, have a conversation. But what if what if church was a big deal for us and our family? It's just an hour a week, maybe two. Hey, is midweek for your students a big deal, parents, in the middle of a crazy week? You ought to get them to the hill. It ought to be non-negotiable. Get them here, man. Your kid's not gonna get a college scholarship, but they can graduate in their faith and become more mature. I'm sorry, I I apologize. I'd love to have a conversation with you. I love this from Dr. Tony Evans. That's why I have my phone. Quit sending me messages, people. Dr. Tony Evans posted this yesterday. He said, I hear people say, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. And they're absolutely right. Salvation is through faith alone and Christ alone. But you don't have to go home to be married. But but if you stay away long enough, it will affect your relationship. Mike drop time from Dr. Tony Evans. Groups, we talked about it. Listen, what's the environment? Here's what I'm trying. What's the environment? What steps will you be intentional about taking to create space for God to step into your home and do something absolutely incredible? You've gotta be intentional about it. It's not just going to happen on its own. You've got to be purposeful and make room for him to come and do what he wants to do. Are you guys with me? Is that, does that make sense to you? Here's the biggest thing, and I'm going to kind of wrap it up with this, but, but this idea of modeling for our kids as well. You, 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 hey, what do we call somebody that says something, but then they don't do it? What do we call that person? A hypocrite, right? Right. A hypocrite. I think that the biggest challenge for us as parents is to model for our kids what we say we believe. Not just to talk about it, but to let them see it in us. You, you've heard me say this time and time again around here. You, you, you can't give away what you do not Possess. That that means I can't give away faith. I can't give away relationship with Jesus if I don't have one. Are you with me there? And and I love what the psalmist, this is bonus Bible, but I love what David would write in Psalm chapter 51, verse 10. He said this, Lord, he didn't pray against the fire and condemnation on his enemies and people after him. He didn't pray that that the, the leaders of his time would have a course correction. (laughs) He's been praying about himself a lot of times, but, but, but what David prayed, he said, create in me a clean heart. You, you, you can't give away something you do not possess. And this whole idea of seeing your family grow in the Lord and this whole idea of Create, being intentional about creating environments for, for, for your home that are, that are just God-laced and ordained. Listen, you've got to possess, you've got to model that for them. Hey, mom and dad, would it not be incredible for your kid that, that when you walk up on their campus or into their friend group or, or whatever, would it not be incredible for your kid to say, ah, I can see, can't you see? Look, my dad's been with Jesus. Look at him. Can't you just see it? Some of us, we, 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 need to, we need to model what we want to see take place in our homes. We need to model that. You can't give something away. That's not a part of, of who you are. I just don't think I've got it in me, Jason. Well, let me just remind you, if, if you've said yes to Jesus, You've got it in you. (laughs) Because if you've said yes to Jesus, he's given you all the tools you need in order to do what I've just talked about today. In fact, in 2 Peter 1, 3, it says this, his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Come on, dad, listen. Listen. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you've got all the tools in your toolbox to model, to create an environment in your home for the spirit of God to move. Hey, mom, listen, if you've said yes to Jesus, you've got everything you need in order to create an environment to be intent- You've got it all you need in order to create space in your home for the spirit of God to come in and move. He's given it to us. It's called the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? You've got everything you need. And and let me just remind you, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And your home might be jacked up right now. It might be the next episode of Jerry Springer. But I'm telling you, it doesn't have to stay that way. It doesn't have to stay that way. And you can choose this day but Joshua would have said, "As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Today we're drawing a line, <laughs> Colonel William Travis at the Alamo. Who's with me? We're drawing a line in the sand. Say no more, devil, you ain't welcome here. As for me and my house, this is the Lord's house. It's his. Will you choose that today?" Will you be intentional about creating space for the presence of God to invade your home? Stand with me. Would you do that? Ministry team, go ahead and come down to the front today. And and we want to pray over you and encourage you today. But but I want to read just a blessing over us today as we leave, okay? I want to read this over you. These are words that Paul wrote to the Colossians. Paul had never met these people face to face. And and this letter that Paul's writing, he's writing, it's a prison letter. He's in prison. He didn't plant this church. Epaphrodites probably planted it. But Paul writes words to encourage the believers in Colossae. And I want to read this and I want to make this my prayer. This is my desire for all of us in the house and those that are watching in your house today. Paul says, we ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will. I'm asking for God to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. I'm praying that the way that you live will always honor and please the Lord. I'm praying that your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. And I'm praying that as you grow, you will get to know God better and better. I'm also praying that you would be strengthened by his glorious power so that you guys will have the endurance and patience. Oh, and I'm also praying that you'd be filled with joy Come on, would you, some of you just need to tell your faces right now to smile. Joy comes from Jesus, does it not? So if I'm filled with joy, I'm filled with Jesus. (laughs) And I pray that we would always give thanks to the Father. Let's create some environments for the presence of God. You guys are dismissed. We'll see you next week.